you want to lead us in? Hey, everybody, it's Fernando from the Rollback Podcast. Sorry if my voice is a little messed up. My voice is still gone because, A, I lost at the Royal Rumble, and, B, I teach. So, yeah. Do you yell at your kids a lot? My fifth graders. Fair. <laughs> do they, do they like, make you want to, like, bash your head into the into the desk because they don't listen? Some of them do. Oh, God. I cannot imagine as a teacher terrifying or hilarious i don't know which let's make sure both christ but uh so what what are we what are we reviewing today for any uh we are reviewing probably a movie that gets lost in the 90s uh phantoms because aff like you the bomb in phantoms yo no bullshit because i was the weather hooker today ha ha Oh god. <laughs> that, isn't that the oldest joke in Kevin Smith? I think you mentioned that. Uh it's probably his longest running joke in his view askew universe, aside from Jay and Silent Bob. Um Yeah, so that joke just uh it was something that Kevin Smith had told Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck had went on to go do a movie called Phantoms, a Dean Koontz thriller. And um, he asked Kevin, hey, like, can you check out the movie and, and tell me what you think? Like, how did I do? And Kevin, being Kevin and not really being a mean person, was like, no, dude, you're good in this movie. You're the bomb. <laughs> and... and then when they made Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, he wrote that into uh, into Jay's uh, script. Um, it's the scene where they're filming Good Will Hunting 2, and uh, they get figured out that they're not supposed to be there. And before they run away, Jay looks at Affleck with a very serious look, and he just yells at him, Affleck, you the bomb in Phantoms, yo! Man, they also reference it earlier in the movie with Ben Affleck when he's playing one of his other characters. Um, fuck the guy from Chasing Amy. Uh, he's playing his Chasing Amy character, and they're talking about Ben Affleck, and he's like, "Yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of of it, but Affleck was a bomb in Phantoms." And then Jay looks at him, he's like, "Word, bitch, Phantoms like a motherfucker." What's up now? Holden McNeil there. Yes, Holden McNeil. Um, but yeah, they, they reference that there. And then later on in the movie when he sees quote-unquote Ben Affleck, he says, Affleck, you the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Man, I, so straight up, I've never seen this film. I've never fucking seen it in Me my either, don't. I've never seen this movie before. I had no idea what this movie even was. <laughs> the only thing I knew about this movie was that Ben Affleck was the bomb in it. What's well, called? Cool. You know, I'm not surprised that this movie gets lost and it's not, like, the best. You know who directed it? Uh, Not Dean Koontz. He was the writer. And he also wrote the novel. But... Joe Chappelle. Who? Exactly. <laughs> no, you know how was you that know? Dave's brother? <laughs> I doubt it. 
No, you know how you know it was not going to be a good movie? He directed Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, the worst Halloween movie. Oh, the sixth one. Yeah, the one with Paul the Rudd. One, right? Yeah, that's the sixth one. Right? Yeah, because uh, Paul, Paul Rudd plays Tommy? Yes. Little Tommy Doyle. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, I don't know how the fuck they pulled that off, but okay. Um, the, uh, I mean, uh, hey, Paul Rudd is Tommy Doyle. Um, but this movie is kind of a, you know, I'm surprised because I was looking it up on IMDb. There's no Razzie nominations for this movie. Maybe it was so like under the radar that they didn't even get a Razzie noms. It, it got nominated for like best horror film from like the Academy of Science Fiction and and whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And then this other one that was like best best movie. And it's like a small little publication, but yeah, like no Razzie's nothing. I was surprised. Well, honestly, man, this doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like a two-part episode of, of the X-Files. Yeah, this this movie was a little weird, a little weirdly shot. It's kind, <clears throat> it's kind of like the thing. It dude, it like draws from so much. It draws from like the thing, the blob, HP Lovecraft, like. It draws from so much, but you would think if it draws from so much, it would be better. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe that's part of the problem is that it doesn't know what it wants to be. Interesting cast. Uh, we have Lee Schreiber, a young Lee Schreiber, fresh off of Scream. Uh, what's her tits? Uh, Rose McGowan, fresh off of Scream as well. Uh, and Charmed. She was doing Charmed at the time. And uh, we have obviously Ben Affleck, who is the youngest sheriff ever. In he had the ba- of sheriffs <laughs> had baby teeth. <sighs> Poor Affleck. It wasn't. No, <laughs> I think that was the last year he had baby teeth because I think after this he did Armageddon, and that's when Michael Bay made him fix it. Uh, Michael Bay made him fix his baby teeth. <laughs> that threw me the fuck off though when I saw him with baby teeth. I was like, what the fuck? His smile isn't right. <laughs> That's just a fucked up thing to tell someone. Hey, you have baby teeth. Go fix it. <laughs> hey, you paid for it, though. Go use 20 grand of the film budget to go fix your teeth. <laughs> Is that the most fucked up insult you can think of? Like, that's so mean. <laughs> I can think of worse things to say to somebody. Like, hey, go, go fix your face. Go fix those cheekbones. Um... Oh, but you're forgetting someone. The most decorated uh, actor in this whole weird ensemble. Peter O'Toole. Oh, yeah. The old tool himself from uh, Prince of... Arabia? Yes. Uh, let me see. Where is it? Where is yeah, it? he's from Prince of Arabia. No, Lawrence Arabia. There you go. Lawrence of Arabia. There it is. The Stuntman, Fairy Year, Venus. Who? He's, he's in the... Uh, Oscar award-winning actor. So, I mean, the what the fuck was he doing in this piece of shit movie? That's not fair, but it's true. Like, what the they fuck? They offered him probably this? a good paycheck. Like, hey, do you uh, want to do this movie? Like, dude, it's so... But, like, this movie has a very weird opening that, again, feels like a TV movie rather than a film. Because it opens with the sisters just driving into town and then finding out that everyone's gone. Like, yeah, they start... Like ten minutes into the movie, yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie starts off pretty like, like right away. Like no, like 
easing into it, nothing. Just two sisters driving into town. Everyone in town is gone. But see, like, that's something a fucking book would do. But the thing is, is there's a big difference between the book and the movie and the media. I want to say that's because they had the fucking writer of the book, the author of the book, write the screenplay. That makes sense. He probably didn't want to change much. Exactly. I think that's why they don't have people that write novels, write screenplays, especially of their own book. Well, like, Francis Ford Coppola did that for The Godfather, but the thing is, is he looked at it as a chance to, like, like fine-tune it. He was like, I'm going to cut all the fat off this bitch. I'm going to make it the best it's ever been. But, but like, uh, he had that mentality, though. Francis Ford Coppola didn't write The Godfather? Oh, I'm sorry, not Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, fucking, what's, what's the other guy's name? Mario... Puzo. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, Mario Puzo, when he, uh, he wrote the screenplay for the, for the movie... Yeah. He went in with the mentality of, I'm going to edit the shit out of this. Like He I, also had Francis Ford Coppola writing it with him, so... He helped him trim some of the fat, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's like, it's every writer's dream. Like, you get a second crack at it? Like, fuck yeah. Like, you get to make it even better. And they he didn't. Um, and it even says here, like, there's a bunch of nods to, like, HP Lovecraft, the blob. Like, this movie is all over the place. Sisters come in everyone's gone we're in, in, in an immediate mystery and for uh, some reason all that's left are the three cops yeah the three cops leave schreiber uh ben affleck and nikki cat which is like how do you go from being a former fbi agent to a sheriff and you're still that young dude he looks fucking 18 or 20 he looks 18 at most he looks like one of my students like i'm just like how are you a sheriff? <laughs> Was there no one running? Well, not just that. Like he's somehow like the the yeah the head sheriff. Like he's in charge of everybody. Like motherfucker, you look like you can't even drink beer. How are you, my boss? Exactly. Ugh. Another fun fact: Ben Affleck, Nikki Cat did the movie Days and Confused together. Nikki Cat. Who the fuck is this Nikki Cat guy? He's the third cop. No, I know that, but like I don't think I've seen him in anything. Uh, he's kind of a background character. In Days and have you seen Days and Confused? Never. How? I I don't. That's not my genre. I have never even seen the dude either, or the Big Lebowski. Either, but still, Days and Confused is probably one of the best movies that goes. That's not even over like weeks or days. It's only from. The time school lets out, 3 o'clock to, like, 6 a.m. the next morning. Like, that's all the movie covers, and it covers it masterfully. Let me see. Ben Affleck. Oh, Matthew McConaughey's in this. Yeah. Mila Jovovich? What you need fuck? to watch Dazed and Confused. Wait, is it the one where he says, um... All right, all right, all right. No, no, no. Uh, good. The girl, I get older, but the girls all stay. Yeah. He's like, that's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus. But he played, Matthew McConaughey plays that fucking one guy that didn't grow up from high school. Oh, God. The one that still goes to high school parties. Oh, no. When we all know weird fucks like that. Mm. Mm -mm. 
Okay. All right. Fuck it. It's on the list. So, Phantoms, yo. Um, fucking. Is this a movie that you would put on? Like, can you imagine being like, eh, I feel like watching Phantoms? If I had to be honest, fuck no. Do I regret buying it for eight bucks? Not really. <laughs> um, I might revisit it just to rewatch it, see like if I could pick up anything. But I mean, is it worth the joke? Sure. <laughs> like, man, I feel like there's so much like good here, but I I blame the fucking director because you have a talented team. You have a I good like solid the concept. The yeah, concept was good. What's it called? Like, I love the fact that they're even like there's a scientist. Uh, what's the fuck's his name? The Peter O'Toole's character, Doctor Timothy Flight. I yeah. like the fact of like there's a there's a conspiracy theorist that's oh shit he's actually telling the truth, man. Like, I like that idea. Fucking yeah. even they even invoke the Mothman like that myth. Yeah, I mean he tells them like no like. I was fired, but my stuff, like, no one wanted to refute it, so they just called me crazy. Because the challenge it would mean you got to try and disprove it, and they can't. So they were just like, you're crazy. And he was like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm crazy. (laughs) He's like, let me go write for this National Enquirer uh, magazine. And then the fucking government picks him up, and he's thinking... You can't hold me here against my will. Shut the fuck up. Of course they will. But I I was getting more thing vibes, mostly because the the creatures. Did they ever mention the name? I, it's I'm drawing a blank. I don't think so. They just call it the like a yeah. It was like, like a, it was like an ancient creature. The ancient one, I think. Yeah, and I, that's where I was getting like uh, thing vibes because it would like eat people and then absorb all their knowledge. Yeah, um, but it could also reanimate them. Like, yeah, Liam Schreiber hands it the fuck up. Now, once he oh, yeah. made me laugh, how low can you go? Like, it, there's some funny bits, but the thing is, this movie's so bad, it's funny. Like the room. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I wonder if Scream Two had just come out before this, because Liam Schreiber was primarily in Scream Two. He was like. Only in a fucking news scene in Scream 1. And in Scream 2, he kind of hands it up also. Wait, was he like the main killer? Well, he was the guy who... He was the framed killer. Framed, okay. Yeah. Wait, I'm trying to remember the plot of Scream 1. It's been a while. Scream 1? What? How do you not know the plot of Scream 1? No, I don't remember his involvement in Scream 1. Was he the one that they think killed Sidney Prescott's mom? He was the one that was convicted. That she said that she saw him, but she didn't. Oh, okay. But for Sidney's mom's murder? Yeah. And remind me, who actually did kill Sidney's mom? Billy Loomis and... Oh, the two teenage boys. Yeah, what's his face? Uh, Oh, that's right. That's right. And then they were going to frame the dad like, oh, he went yeah. crazy, right? Okay. But wait, there's more. Oh, man. It's been so long since I've seen Scream. I love Scream. It's my favorite horror movie. Scream 6 is coming out in, what, next month? That one looks decent. I don't, I don't think Neve Campbell's in it. No, she no, uh, no, she's not going to be in it. She uh, She's like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to be in it. Makes um, sense. But no, guess how I'm going to watch Scream 6. Mm. 
I'm going to take my nephews and my niece to go watch it. Oh, that should be interesting. Yeah, apparently they love horror movies. They were Scream and Dude, Michael Myers. A lot of kids are into horror. Like, trust I, me. I get I, second graders asking for scary books. I mean, give them The Shining and see what that does to them. The, that's too fucking old for them, dude. They won't even understand what the fuck's <laughs> going on in that book. Get them an audiobook, man. Help them cheat. Um, we should probably talk about Phantoms a little more. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Phantoms. It was produced. Uh, who was it produced by, Eddie? Dean Kruntz. No. Uh-uh. Give you a clue. Oh, oh. I'll give you His name starts with an H. Yeah, it was produced by Joel Solison. Almost there. Uh, there's a Bob Weinstein. Uh, there's Bobby. Old Bobby there. Good old Bob, yeah. Who else? That's it. There's no one fucking else in there. Are you sure? There's a third uh, name there. There's a fourth name, you son of a bitch. Uh, notorious uh, bastard, well-known bellend, Harvey the We Don't Want You Weinstein. Well, I think it's funny... Well, not funny in the sense of like, oh no, God, ha, so funny. Fucking funny, but like how people were so shocked by this. They like they were shocked. What a producer was making women do these things. That was the running joke of Hollywood. Ah, years. this makes sense. He supported Roman Polanski. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, Roman Polanski made The Pianist Oscar winner? I don't give a fuck. I'll run over his ball sack with a car. Backwards. He was great in Rush Hour 3. That's He plays the fucking the French guy, doesn't he? Yeah. Son of a whore. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I did not know that. Okay, do you think he did it? Fine, fuck it. Let's ask the question. Do you think he did it? He did do it. He admitted to it. Oh, he admitted to it? I thought there were just allegations and he kind of left the country out of fear. Who leaves the country out of fear if you're innocent? You're not wrong. Oh my gosh, he was under 14. What the fuck, Polanski? Jesus. Yeah, she was like 13. How the fuck do people work with this guy? I don't know. Like, that's toxic. Hey, it's like the same thing with Woody Allen. I don't know how people work with Woody Allen either. See, I always thought his movies were creepy even when I didn't know any better. Like, I always Dude, his thought, movies like, were... I don't care what anyone says. His movies are straight dog shit. The Woody Allen? Yes. Look, I'll, I'm not going to say that they were or weren't dog shit. I'm just going to say this. How the fuck do you watch a movie about a grown-ass man dating a high school girl and think that that's okay? Annie Hall, that's the one. Yeah. Like, uh, no. Even New Yorkers hate Woody Allen because he always pre- portrays New York as this fucking, like, magical place. And they're like, it's nothing like that. Oh, goddamn it, Woody Allen. I think there have been new allegations since uh, that documentary came out. So, right, Woody Allen? Something like that. Oh, yeah. The one where he groomed his uh, stepdaughter. How the fuck do you get away with that? Well, he groomed her and he married her when she was legal. But like no one's gonna no one's gonna be the one to be like, hey, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Ah, fucking Hollywood's dirty. Let's talk about that. Uh, yes, this movie was also produced by Harvey Weinstein. 
Um, you know, that whole... And this was like considering what? Miramax's golden age? Yeah. Uh, Miramax was, was pretty fucking big at this point. They were post-Freddy Cougar, but just pre-Lord uh, of the Rings. No, not New Line Cinema. Miramax. No, but didn't Miramax also... Oh, you're right. New Line Cinema different. You're right. My bad. Mm -hmm. My bad. No, yeah, Miramax was popping out like rom-coms, uh, dramas, like things like that. Like they're pretty much that uh that eight to fifteen million dollar movie market, that's where Miramax is living. Well, they were doing pretty good for my for what I'm reading from their output. And I mean they were. They were pretty much at the top of their game at that point. Bridget Jones Diary was on the was on the cusp, the Musketeer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The crying good. game. Man. Is Miramax still active? Yeah. God, they don't do much anymore, do they? Oh, wait, oh, they did Halloween ends. Yeah. Shit, I did not even know that they were still active. Yeah, they're still active. It's not owned by the Weinstein's. I mean, good, good for them. I don't know if I don't know if Bob still has a stake in it because I don't think any allegations were made against Bob. I think it was just Harvey. No. Oh, City of Lies was good. Yeah. Huh, not bad. I'm telling you, dude. Miramax at that point in time, they were pretty much at the top of their game. Sure. Um, but this movie was definitely not at the top of their game. So I, I don't think they made their budget back <laughs> when they made this movie. I mean, it went it made five point six mil. I gotta assume it probably cost like at least was, I think mil. the budget was like fourteen million. Jesus. My, probably half of that went to Peter O'Toole by itself. I think I want to say this movie came out after Good Will Hunting. Well, January 26, 1998. Let's check out Ben Affleck's filmography real quick here. Because, um, um, I mean, that's what people give Ben Affleck a lot of shit for. Is because after Good Will Hunting, Matt Damon went on to do, like, really good movies. Like, Oscar movies. Um, while Ben Affleck went and did, like, popcorn movies. Like, big Hollywood movies. Uh, yeah, Phantoms came out the year after Goodwill Hunting, but the same year as Armageddon. Ah, so this was definitely pre Armageddon because he looks different in Armageddon. He looks older in Armageddon. He looks like, and I mean, this is a nice way grizzled. Like, he looks yeah. like he's been through some shit. Yeah, like he looks older in Armageddon. This one, he still looks like Goodwill Hunting, Ben Affleck. And this is definitely pre the way back, Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, very <laughs> pre the way back. Because the way back, dude, he looks aged. So, like, would you say in this cast, who in fact was the bomb in Phantoms? Yo, I gotta say, man, I think Peter O'Toole. How about yourself? Who was the bomb in this film? I mean, Peter O'Toole was good. Because he, he actually takes it seriously. That's why, dude. He hams it the fuck up. But I don't feel like... I feel like he's not in the movie long enough for us to consider him to be in, the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Mm -hmm. So who was the bomb in Phantoms, yo? I love Lee Schreiber's character. I thought he <laughs> did really well. Affleck, I do think like he did do well for like him 
Because I think at this point he hadn't done many movies. I think he had done uh, School Ties, Days and Confused, Good Will Hunting. Um, I think he did some PSA for steroids. Uh, a TV program for steroids. I remember seeing it. Yeah. Okay, I guess. And so I think he was like still getting like his feet wet. Um, I thought he did. I thought he did fine. I just think the movie itself like was lacking like stuff. And Affleck and Matt Damon, you know, they put them in a bunch of movies. Who? You know, those kids from uh, Goodwill Hunting. You mean that fucking movie with Mork from Ork in it? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan either. But Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Word, bitch. Phantoms like a mall fucker. What's up now? Mm. Yeah, it, it's just, it's a really weird movie. It feels like they were on like gear number three and they could have yeah. gone to gear five and it would have been great. Yeah. Like it's like right there on, you were, uh, what's the fucking mean? You were this close to greatness? Yeah. I don't, I wonder why they called it Phantoms. That's another one. Like, why call it the fucking Mothman? I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be because I went into this dry. I thought it was gonna be about ghosts. Me fucking too. I was like, <laughs> I okay, was like where's the ghost. where's the haunting? This is ancient things. No, I fucking call it. Uh, call it the Mothman, man. Like that's because that that was a big um, myth at the time. It was a big urban legend. The Mothman. Fucking yeah. go all the way with it. There's no one, no one, no one copyrighted it. It's like copyrighting yeah. Sasquatch. You can't do it. Fucking make a movie about it. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck is this called Phantoms? But mm. overall, if I had to rate this movie, I don't know, I'd probably give it out of five, two and a half. I'm gonna give it like a fuck a D D plus. It's not good, man. Like I, I had to grunge through it. I was like, man, I could be watching something else right now. I, I, I you know what? Two, two stars out of five. I, you know what? I think is the perfect thing game to play with this movie. A drinking game. Get drunk with your friends and shit talk this movie. I think that's the best way to watch this film. Oh yeah. Get hammered and watch. Get hammered and watch it with your friends. So. Can we wholeheartedly say that Ben Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, yo? Indeed. Ben Affleck was the bomb, the only bomb in Phantoms. All right. As long as we can answer that question, I think this movie's safe. For now. And I'm so happy that this joke never fucking dies. I hope if I ever (laughs) see Ben Affleck on the street, I can yell out, Affleck, you're the bomb in Phantoms, yo. I want to make a Batman joke, but nah. Nah. What were you going to say? I don't know. Like a yell, like, you were a shitty Batman, or they never gave it's you a chance. Joke. That's just mean. <laughs> you had baby teeth. I think, I, I think you just, I don't think you understand what a joke is. No, uh, I, I was trying to think of something funny to say, but I, I got nothing. Like, good job. Good, good job, everybody. Act like you live up to the joke. <laughs> I don't know. 
For me, it's know. just always fun to see like like when I saw Ben Affleck induct uh Jane Silent Bob into the Chinese theater, mm-hmm. someone in the crowd yells out, Affleck, you the bomb in Phantoms, yo. <laughs> what was it? Did he just smile and like point like, yeah, yeah, he smiled, he laughed, he's like Phantoms, <laughs> oh, that joke will never die. <laughs> Oh man, maybe maybe we'll get lucky and meet Ben Affleck someday. You never know when this podcast blows up, right? Yeah, when this podcast blows up. But then we have to go through your sex scandals, your sex ring, your your trafficking ring. Why can't we go through your fucking scandals? Let's talk about that. What scandals? I'm completely raw. People are completely raw. (laughs) Don't have scandals. (laughs) Wait. Maybe it would have had a chance if they got Kevin Smith from the 90s, back when he had the juice to get Affleck in his movies. Ew, wait, didn't they make that Jersey Girl movie? Yeah, I wasn't a fan, but Affleck was the bomb as Batman, yo. Word, bitch! Batfleck like a motherfucker! <laughs> What's up now? Shit, I got nothing. I can't think of anyone. It's always the people that try to make themselves look nice and tidy that have scandals. I'm not tidy. I am politically correct. There's a fucking difference. You're not politically correct when you're when the camera's off. Fuck you. The amount don't, of slurs don't this fucking worry about it, you piece of shit. Would scare you. He Fuck makes you. you think he he's fucking <laughs> lefty, but he's not. He fucking he says some horrible things. Give me give me an example for any dude here live on air. You know. This is just Eddie talking through me. He's holding up cue cards right now. He he calls he calls black people. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, I'll kill you. <laughs> yourself, bitch. I'm keeping this on the podcast, <laughs> by the way. I Dude, I have, this. Te- I have to text the parent today that their kid walked into the cafeteria saying it smells like dick and penis in here. Third grader. Third grader. That kid's going to be all right. No, dude. Oh, this kid fucking gets on my last goddamn nerves. Drug him. I, put, I can't. Put Tylenol in his milk. No. What, you're not allowed to because you don't have the guts to. Tylenol? What am I going to do? Give him a fucking pain relief headache? No. Pa- baby Tylenol knocks people out. Or give him no, it doesn't. Pill. Your parents weren't giving you baby time. Oh, they were just fucking giving you liquor to li- to fucking put you out. Jesus. That's a lie. Fuck. Oh, God. You have appointments or what? No, not right now. Is your fucking office soundproof? Mostly. There's no one here. Everyone leaves after five. I just stick around to record. Really? Yeah, I do it like once every two weeks. I stay I stay here late to record. Oh. Most of the time we record Saturday mornings. Here's that's right. a peek into the life, folks. Alright, so we gave I gave it a two, you gave it a D. But we were able to salvage this movie by saying Affleck was in fact the bomb. The bomb in Phantoms. Yo. Alright, but- so next week, everybody, we're gonna be Reviewing my one of my personal favorite football movies. Mine as well. The Replacements. A movie I didn't know was based on a true story, but you'll yes. learn more about that next week. Based on a true story. If you haven't seen, there is a 30 for 30 on it uh, called The Year of the Scabs. 
If you ever want to watch it, that is what it is I about. Th- I gotta watch that episode then. If you have ESPN Plus, it's on there. Uh, I've got the bundle, so I got ESPN Plus. I'll yeah. look for it. Watch thirty for thirty, uh, Year of the Scabs. That will give you a glimpse into the real life story of the replacement players that took over the NFL while the NFL players went on strike. But yes, that is our review of Phantoms, everybody. This is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and we also have... Say your name, dum-dum. He forgot his name. He's shy. He gets oh, camera shy. I, someday, I swear to God, friend, I'm going to put you down. Like, it's, it's not even going to be fair. I'm going to get you with a baseball bat behind your head. Say the name... Go fuck yourself. My name I've been Eddie. This is the rollback. I'm his boss, by the way. We'll see y'all next week. Let's cut it.